0: it's rebecca welcome back we're here with another episode of confidently she and yes i am in london i am still here it is cold it is dark and yeah it's quarter to seven and it's been dark for about three hours so that's that's what's happening right now funny story before we get into the topic just because i want to sprinkle in some more of my like real life moments so it's a Sunday when I'm recording this and I am just notoriously not very focused on meals um, and hunger, right? It's like all of a sudden I will forget that I haven't eaten yet and then I need to scrap together some kind of food and, you know, nourish my body. And I I uh, I'm trying to work on that, but it's just not a priority it's not really a problem either i'm in good health so you know I, I i don't think that that's an issue but all this to say what happened was i was recording another voice note for uh the paid subscribers to my substack plug for that by the way if you haven't become a paid subscriber to my substack you're missing out on all the things so check that out but anyway I had just finished one of these voice notes and I got done and I all of a sudden was just hit with hunger. I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, I got to find some food. Well, I also realized I hadn't gone grocery shopping since I had the other day. I like to go grocery shopping. I don't know if you do this. I grocery shop for what I will need for the next few days. That's it. I get stressed out. By having like stockpiles of food in my pantry or in my fridge and one of my biggest pet peeves is throwing away food that has expired or not eating the thing that I bought because I was in a weird mood when I bought it and now I'm I'm it's not appealing to me so anyway I'm like I have no plan for my dinner tonight like I have missed this like <laughs> I have no food Um. I am starving, and let me see what I can do about this. so I looked at the time and it was four fifty one that told me two things: number one, it told me that Tesco was closed. Tesco apparently closes at four pm on Sundays, which is obnoxious it's obnoxious i'm I went there one day literally at four o'clock and they were like, oh no, we're like closing the store. I'm like, why? (laughs) I thought something was wrong. I was like, why are you closing the store? Apparently that's their hours on Sundays. So I was like, okay, well, goodbye Tesco. I'm not doing a grocery shop. And then I was like, okay, the second thing that told me is I better hightail it to M&S because that place is going to be closing either in 10 minutes or in an hour and 10 minutes. I was like, that place either closes at 5 or 6. Checked on Google. That place closes at 5. So it's cold here. I pull on my coat. Get my shoes on. And I run. <laughs> I run down the street. Because it's a, little, it's a little ways. I live a little ways from m and I run down the street. <laughs> I have to cross the street to get into the store. Thankfully, I was able to grab my... Uh, chicken tikka masala dinner that I love there, and a little lemon, what is this called? Sparkling Sicilian lemon, m s little soda thing. It's delicious. So I'm happy. It's all good. I wanted to give you that little story of, you know, something funny that happened today before we get into the topic of, of this episode. It's a new year. And new years you can let them mean something to you if you want. And I used to be of the opinion that like, you know, new year is meaningless. You know, you can you can make a change at any point in your life. You shouldn't wait until the new year, which I I still fully believe. But I also think that it's foolish to let an opportunity go by that is designed for reflection, and planning, and pivoting, okay? So the last week or so, I've kind of just been internal reflecting and and thinking, and listening to uh, some audiobooks, reading thought-provoking books by some of my favorite authors. And this came to me, this idea came to me that the approval of others is only required when you don't have the approval from yourself. Confidently, she is all about doing things that that you want to do not because other people told you to do them, not because you think you have to prove something to yourself or to anyone else. It's doing things that you want to do out of a place of self-acceptance and permission that you give yourself. That's Confidently She. And I have had this platform for like five years now. (laughs) And sometimes it, it takes multiple iterations of a similar message to really hit down to the core of a concept. And I feel like I have tapped into the core of this concept and it excites me. It makes me refreshed in how I think about these topics and and what I'm talking about. And so I want to just get into this a little bit and explore this with you here because So much of what culture is these days is the desire for and the building of approval from not just other people in your life, but from as many people as humanly possible or as technologically possible. You think about people's goals, they want to be a YouTuber Well, how do you be a YouTuber if you don't have followers and subscribers? And you need not just hundreds, not just thousands, but tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people who subscribe to your channel. And why would someone subscribe to your channel? They approve of what you're doing. I understand that there's nuance to this, desire of, you know, I want to help people. I want to influence people. I want to get paid to do things that I enjoy. And I think that's great. I think that that's great. I'm doing that myself. I mean, here I am on a podcast that I've had for years. But when we make decisions that ultimately our desire is to get subscribers, to get followers Our ultimate desire is to be approved of by those people. And I think that that's what contributes to a lot of unhappiness and maybe just uneasiness. It's not necessarily that people are unhappy. Happiness is something that comes and goes. You can feel happy. But the general sense of uneasiness comes when you're doing things with the ultimate goal of getting validation from other people. It's really difficult to do something with the confidence that everyone is going to approve of what you said, what you did, how you looked. Because here's the thing. No matter what you do, say, or look like, there are going to be people who do not approve of that. They don't. And no matter what you say, do, look like, think, whatever, there are going to be people who do approve of that. So the the journey for acceptance. I'm realizing... That's what human beings are really searching for, is they're searching for acceptance. And the acceptance of other people is not a bad thing. It's something that's important. It's something that I think we need at a certain level. You don't need the acceptance of millions of people, of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even thousands or hundreds. I think you need the approval of maybe a dozen (laughs) Like really, if you boil it down, I think you need the approval of maybe like a dozen people, but no matter if you get the approval of millions, if you do not have the approval from yourself, that approval will always be empty. It will always be empty. you at a fundamental level owe it to yourself to pursue a life that you approve of. I don't know if that sounds simplistic. To me, that hit me. There's a slight difference here. It's not just live a life that makes you happy. It's not live a life that you want. It's, it's live a life that you approve of. That requires a few things from you. You have to decide what are your values? What are things you respect and admire? How do you become a person that does those things? How do you make decisions that align with behavior that you would respect or admire in someone else? And the level of unwrapping the assumptions and the projections that culture and the world puts on us, unwrapping all of that down to the core and saying, okay, me, what do I approve of? Not what do my parents approve of? Not what do my friends approve of? Not what did that guy want me to be? In college that, you know, he rejected me because I wasn't this thing and now I want to become this thing because subconsciously I'm still trying to get the approval of that guy or of my dad or of, I don't know, somebody. <laughs> Unwrapping all of those layers and asking yourself, where, where am I getting my worldview from? Where am I getting my sense of values from? And the first few steps don't have to be big, grand gestures. You don't have to make big, sweeping changes in order to start living a life that you approve of. In fact, I don't recommend that. I recommend making small, tiny, tiny, tiny pivots so that you can gain momentum and then make progress. But the approval of other people will always come up short when you do not first have the approval of yourself. This doesn't mean that you have to like everything about you. You don't have to be perfect in order to have your approval. And if you're one of those people who kind of are that way, it's easier to look externally to start off and say, all right, what's something, who's a friend of mine that I approve of? And then really examine that friend. Obviously that friend is not gonna be perfect. So if you can approve of someone else who's imperfect, then logically you could approve of yourself who is also imperfect because you're not gonna find a person on the planet who is perfect you're not going to find a job that is perfect you're not going to find a movie that is perfect you can't find anything that is perfect and if you approve of anything then in theory you could one day approve of yourself but even with that even with that mindset of i need to be perfect in order to be accepted you can start to slowly teeny tiny shifts of what could I possibly approve of that may not be 100% perfect and work from there? Like any any fixed mindset that you think you have can slowly be pivoted towards a more balanced, accurate mindset. The natural question then, is how do I approve of myself? How do I approve of myself? And that, that question is different for everyone because we all have different things about ourselves that we struggle with. However, there are going to be a few things that jump out to you. As you're listening to this, I guarantee there have already been a few things that jump out to you that are like, yeah, this is something that I'm doing that I don't approve of. Yeah, that's something that I did that, that I don't approve of or that I did for the approval of this other person. And likewise, I would hope there are some things that you're like, you know what? I did that out of my own desire and I approve of that and I am proud of that. Pay attention to what that feels like versus what that other stuff feels like. That's like, ooh, I, I was not in alignment when I did that or that's a decision that really came from the pressure of someone else versus I did that just for me. I'm really proud of this. I approve I respect and I admire this piece of my life. And then you get to have a choice. I'm all about, you know, improving to a point of practicality, not to a point of perfection, right? Improvement towards practical living, not improvement towards perfection, because that is a never-ending path that you will waste so many years on. So you have a choice. Do I want to focus on working on some of these things? Do, do I have the capacity to? What areas of my life could I pull back in to develop the capacity to work on some of these things or to take a step back from a job that you have, or a relationship that you're in, or, and relationship, by the way, I just want it to be known, can be any type of relationship you have. Friendship, romantic relationship, family dynamic relationship, like, that's what I mean when I say relationship, any relation, okay? Relationship that you're in, physical place that you live, Maybe you live somewhere out of obligation or because you had it in your head that it would be really cool if you lived in New York City or if you lived in London like where I'm at now or if you lived in LA. But maybe once you got there you were like, "No, I hate this. I don't like the reality of living here." You don't have to continue staying. Like you don't have to stay there just because you had this idea. You don't you don't then have to, you know, continue living that out. So, this choice, you get to make a choice. Do I want to work towards a life that is more fully aligned with things that I personally approve of? And you you get to say yes or no. And honestly, if you say no for right now, that is actually... Like, you're actually kind of doing it anyway. Because at least, at least, like, think about it. At least at the end of the day, you have made a conscious, willful choice to continue on. Which that kind of means that you are, like, living in alignment with things that you personally approve of. Because the thing that you approve of is continuing to live in disalignment with it. But anyway, that's a little bit like... (laughs) whatever, philosophical, for, uh, for today. A little too philosophical for today. But that's something that hit me. The approval of others is only necessary when the approval of yourself is not there. And you know what's really great? What's the best thing ever? Is when you fully approve of yourself and what you're doing, and then you get the approval of others that is like it's it's like life on ecstasy, not that I've ever taken ecstasy, but it, I would imagine it is like what ecstasy would be like because you're out there fully showing up in a way that you approve of and that you are proud of, and then you get validated for that, that's so much better than any kind of validation that you could get for pretending to be someone else or for doing something only because someone else said that it would be cool or said that you couldn't or something like that. You know, sometimes we make decisions because they're like, oh, this person said I could never do this. So then therefore, the rest of my life is going to be about proving this person wrong. And it's like, dude, you're giving them so much power over you. Because of one thing they said, you're giving them the power for you to fully make your life about proving them wrong. Confident women don't do that, let me tell you. They do not. So, that's what I have for you today. And I hope that this sparked some reflection. I hope that this hit you in a similar way that it hit me. And I'm excited to continue bringing some of these reflections that hopefully edify you and sharpen your character and encourage you on your walk in this life, on your journey. We we all have to walk every single day. So you may as well walk in a direction that you're proud of. And I'm here to hopefully make that a little more clear. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode and I'll see you very soon back here on Confidently She. Okay. Bye.